Welcome to Adulting Decrypted, the show where we break down the complex code of common conundrums into logical living in effort to decrypt the code we call adulting. And, most importantly, welcome to our first episode of Adulting Decrypted. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah let's get it's this. about time. Let's get this bread. I'm ready to understand about being an adult. <laughs> yeah, you'd think we're, 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 we're so ready to become adults, because Gideon, you're basically there, being the baby of the family and all that, you know? Like, what do you call <laughs> adults? Because I don't think I'm there yet. No, probably not. So no. let's do a quick bio of, of who we all are, if that would help people probably. get started. So uh, Gideon is, as Ashton mentioned, is the baby. Uh, he doesn't like being called <laughs> that because he's taller than Gene. But uh, Gideon, tell us something about yourself. Um, I'm 13, not an adult yet. Uh, I really like mountain biking, BMX, and pain, apparently, because those are big part of both closely of related yeah well Very then you close. also like girls because it's talking about pain but hey let's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we've already let's, gone there let's, okay so that's gideon cool. yep. who else do we have next to you i'm gene and what i'm 16 years old also not an adult quite yet i like ultimate frisbee and musical theater awesome. exciting that's fun man so i'm the dad of the group my Hi, name's dad. roscoe They'll call me dad or hey you, whatever. As long as I'm paying the bills, they're happy. <laughs> so I'm the uh, quasi-adult of the group. Uh, you could ask my wife and she might disagree, but uh, that's me. I'm 47 years old. I've been an entrepreneur for most of my adult life. And this is just one of those fun things we thought we'd do together. Oh, yes. I guess we never introduced Ashton, our our Let's lovely voice Ashton. to start. The lovely voice. Let's point that out. But so I'm, uh, my name's Ashton. Like you said, I'm 21 years old and I am certified at pretending to be an adult. And, um, didn't know you needed a certification. For no, that totally. One. Certification. There's a process, there's an online application, the oh, lot. Yeah. You know what Let's I mean? Mm. So I have that card. It's in my wallet and, um, I need to show it in order to drive. I guess I don't know. Um, but yeah. Driver's so. license does not mean you're adult. But actually, is <laughs> part of the reason why we started this uh, whole adulting decrypted. We're sitting around dinner talking about what what kind of things cause us obstacles or challenges, and uh, I mean that's really where the first podcast bore light. So theoretically, Gideon will be the most prepared for adulting. If, if we've done it, if we've done it right, and it depends on how much we listen. If we correctly, if we correctly adult, because I thought we had done well at, with Ashton, but uh, we'll learn right now how he. Uh, <laughs> Marvelously failed at his first shopping experience. As a matter of fact, with no no further delay, right. Ashton, please jump into our story. Okay, so your story. I wasn't there. No, you. Or weren't. we would have solved it. Well, maybe. I, I know if Mom was there, we would have solved it. But no, I'm just kidding. So what happened was I'd moved up to school. I was on my own, thinking about it. I thought, well, you know, like how do I make a shopping list? Today's topic is shopping for one. So we're trying to figure out like how to do that. When I was planning on going shopping, I thought, well, I know everyone needs milk. I know that everyone needs bread, um, salt, pepper. I think I had those already. And you always need snacks. So I probably put like Sour Patch watermelons on the list because I love those things. But then as far as everything else was like that needed to go on that list, I was completely clueless. So what happened is I said, well, I'll just find a recipe of something that looks good that I like. 
and I'll go by that. So I found this really cool recipe for baked chicken that was coated in cheese, had bacon bits all of it. And it was ooh, delicious, let me tell you. Sounds good. It was a great meal. So I got this recipe. I put all the ingredients down on my list and went out to go shopping. Went to the store, picked up my chicken, picked up my cheese. I think there was some cream cheese that it needed, cheese, milk, bread. And, and it helps to mention that Ashton had a budget, right? So he couldn't just go out and buy whatever he wanted. He still had to stay within his spin for the week, the day. Right. So so he went out there and did all the shopping and, and procuring of goods. And then what happened, Ashton? So got all my stuff, got home, pulled it out. And I was super excited for the meal. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make this. I'm going to do it now. And so I pulled it out, made it. It was delicious. Um I think I still have the pictures somewhere to prove it. But, um, so I finished the meal. Um, I think I had a, a little leftovers. Not a lot, because it was made for one. That was my whole goal as well. And then, the next day, I went to go eat food. And I realized that while I had stayed within my budget, and I had bought myself an amazing meal, I bought myself an amazing meal. Singular. <laughs> for the entire yep. the entire two weeks. And so um, while that may be a fairly extreme example of failing at shopping for one, it is definitely what I did was was failed the shopping. You know, your mom and I, when we first got married, we, we had the same kind of experience, right? The first time we moved in together, we're like, okay, what do we go get? I didn't know your mom very well, so the first thing we do is pick up a gallon of milk. And you guys know how much I don't like milk. So we bought the gallon of milk, bought some butter, bought some, you know, essentials. At least I had your mom with me and she she had lived on her own and knew the other stuff to buy. But I'm like, yeah, we got to have bread and milk. Well, we threw away half a loaf of bread and, and over a gallon of milk because we just didn't drink milk. So it, it's interesting that we all will go through this at some point in time. We'll all end up asking ourselves, what should we buy? How much should we buy? Um, so we thought that would be appropriate to cover the buy, the what we'll buy, how much to buy. Uh, Gideon, have you ever been shopping? Uh, hmm. Not on my own. Well, you've bought a lot of crap, but have you ever been <laughs> shopping? You have a lot of stuff. Well, the reason why everybody's laughing is because Gideon is our uh, dad. Take me to the store and probably has 150 sets of Legos and whatnot. Oh, but man, uh, yeah. but now it's bikes and more expensive toys. So he's bought a lot, but not it's necessarily gone shopping. Expensive. A lot, I mean, a little. I thought, I thought uh, Legos get, were expensive. Hmm. Then he gets into, then you get into what? Mountain bikes. Yeah, mountain bike BMX kills us. And pain. And pain. And pain. pain. Gene, what about you? You've done any shopping yet? A little bit, not a lot. You prepared? You ready for me to kick you out of the house? No, definitely not. Yeah, well, there you go. So it sounds like we all need some experience. There's there's something of value here, and we hope that uh, the listeners find it valuable too as as we go through conversing about conversing. Wow, that sounded very... We're so official. Yeah, sounds very You're important. an adult. Woohoo! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll call those adult words, but not in the t- traditional sense of adult. Right. So, like um, like we've talked about, so we're t- today we're talking about shopping for one, but not only like what to get, you know, what's a good budget sort of thing, but also what a store is like, the common format. How are they going to trick you to buy more stuff? Because we all know that everyone's trying to sell something. All right, so so first off, any questions before we get started, before we dive in that you guys have been thinking about after we've talked about it? I just want to know some of the cool stuff that 
they trick you with. That just sounds exciting in general. Well, what, so. yeah, we could jump into that first. You know, sure. first, first off, it's it's the experience that I had. Right, I bought a whole gallon of milk because a gallon of milk is cheaper by ounce than it is as a quart or a half a quart or a half a gallon. And depending on where you're listening to us from, it could vary. But most places in the U.S., you know, are driven by bulk. So you they want you to buy a whole gallon of milk because you think about it from a tran- from a, from a operational side, which Dad's going to put on his geek hat for a second. But it's cheaper for me to open up one bottle, fill up a whole gallon of milk at one time, put the lid on it, and ship it out to the store. So I'm going to I'm going to sell it per less per ounce, but it's still going to cost me more overall. So you think of it, and you're like, well, is that really a trick? Well, it is if you don't need that much, right? If a store is going to sell you a gallon of milk at $1.99, half a gallon of milk at $1.30, you're going, oh, I'll just buy the whole gallon. Well, you don't need it all, so you're going to end up wasting some. So that's one of the tricks, and there's some other ones that we'll we'll dig into as we keep going. So that's a, a great question, though. You know, and it's interesting. Hello. If you're listening to this right now, that means you're currently listening to an episode of Adulting Decrypted. And let me just say thank you. My name's Ashton, one of the hosts of Adulting Decrypted, and I wanted to steal a quick second of your time to do a shameless little plug. If you've listened to our podcast for any sort of time, you know that we talk about a bunch of different stuff all about adulting. Because our goal is to help individuals in this task we call adulting. Now, We have just revamped the way that we do this. If you go to adultingdecrypted.com, you can see all of our episodes sorted out by category. We've sorted it into financial, practical, emotional, social, and things just for fun. So, if any of those categories are of particular interest to you right now, you can go onto the website, look through there, and see all of our episodes that correlate with that specific thing. This website's completely free to use. It's just another tool for our listeners to find things that are more important to them now. So, for example, if I was looking at it, I'd scroll through and say, hey, you know what? I want to see what the Adult Encrypted crew has talked about socially. Well, one of our first episodes, season one, episode three, how do I talk to people? That's where we talked about all about it, talk to people. So if that's something you want right now, you can go find that right now. Also in this one, season three, episode 15, The Power of a Humble Mediator where we talked to one of my old bosses about his business as a mayor, also as a small theater owner. Some really cool stuff. So if you're looking for a better way to organize through all your self-help podcasts, try adultingdecrypted.com and enjoy the rest of the episode. that they do that especially in shopping because you know obviously there's different ploys elsewhere but imagine if mountain biking it's like buy two buy one get one free with your mountain bikes like you don't see that obviously because it's a different item but like shopping i feel like i feel like stores are very clever in getting you to get stuff so do you guys know what they call buy one get one free or buy one get one at x percent off it's normally what they call a bogo deal right buy one get one either free or buy one, get one at a percentage off. So the BOGO deal is a little bit different than buying in bulk, right? Costco is like the bulk store. But a buy one, get one free is normally a gimmick. 
it's normally not free, right? You normally buy one, get one at X. So uh, I like my rock stars, right? There's times that they'll say, hey, buy 10 rock stars, get them for a buck. But if you buy each individual, it's $2.10. So on that one, if you're going to drink 10 of them, that's a bulk buy, right? That's more of the Costco mentality. But the buy one, get one is because we did an overrun somewhere at a factory. We're trying to consume market share. We're trying to get you to stop buying a different brand. It's a little bit different. The whole matrix is a little bit different. It could be that it's going to expire. I don't know if you guys have ever bought expired stuff on accident. Candy. I've bought expired candy. And, and that <laughs> might that might have been on purpose, right? Totally. Because you see it cheap. Oh, yeah. You know, buying the Easter candy the day after Easter is a fantastic deal, right? It's, it's a really good deal the day of Easter because it's discounted a little bit. But the day after, three days after, you know, if you could convince your girlfriend, Gideon, to let you do Valentine's Day like on oh, the 17th of February, you know, you, you could buy her some good chocolates cheap. If wow. you never, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll find out about Gina. Mental note taken. We, we know how often you're looking for a deal. So. Well, or, hey, Gideon, you could hold it for a year and see if you could find another girlfriend. So you buy it on the 16th of February and save it for 362 days. And then you can also say it was cheaper. Like, well, no, you don't. T- <laughs> Come on, Why man. Why don't you so, tell them it's cheaper? Thank you, oh, Gene. there you go. You, you, you want to sound You expensive. buy in bulk one year after Valentine's Day so that you can pay for like the next four or five Valentine's Day. You could do that, or you could give them to four or five different girls, right, Gene? Yeah. We all have, sure. we all have yeah. our different ap- approach. Family size, that's another one of those tricks, right? Um, we consume as a family because there's six of us living at home right now. We have a little sister that's older than than uh, Jean, but younger than Ashton. But we call her the little sister because she's shorter than all Every of us. <laughs> Even yep. mom and, yep. and most neighbors and most seven-year-olds. Well, not quite that short. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's but, pretty close. But 10-year-olds. So. Um, uh, she will listen to this, and she will probably kill us at some point in time or give us that mean look. Wouldn't be the first time. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. We're, but, we're a handful. But anyways, we have... So guys, <laughs> come on. We we have a Adulting. family size a family size buy going back to what we wanted not bashing on short people because short people do have a reason to live, but <laughs> but but going back to the whole family lot size that why do we the family lot is is another gimmick, same principle as a gallon of milk, which if Fashion was up at college on his own and went and bought what mom buys at our house, you know he might feel like he's paying less, but he could have done more with less. Or the other trick is to find other people in your apartment, your group that you're with that you can divvy that up amongst, right? Where you could say, look, I'm going to go buy a family box of cereal, but hey, do four of us want to go in on it? Uh, I know Sabrina had it work at her college dorm where they were able to divvy up some of that, but that's really an oddity, right? Most of the time people get wound up and, and touchy and picky about that. But so there is a there is a value of family size, but, but keep that in mind and, and be careful when you do it. Um, bundle pricing, that's popular. Do you guys know what that is? Gene, you ever seen that? What's a bundle? Isn't that like where they're like, if you buy these three items, it's for like less or whatever. Yeah. For the price of two. Yeah. Or, or just a little bit off, right? Where, who was with me the other day when I went and bought my Diet Mountain Dew? Shout out. Hey, they're not advertising for us yet, but maybe someday. But um, I went in and, and bought the Diet Mountain Dew in a group of three. Because if I would, I'm going to drink it, so I bought it anyways, but it's bundling those three items at a cheaper price. Sometimes you can get the weird coupons that say, hey, buy a thing of graham crackers. And what would you get with graham crackers? 
for a discount or free. Easily marshmallows and chocolate. You got it. Or 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 the other way around, right? Buy Hershey's chocolate and Hershey's marshmallows and graham crackers. Get a discount on graham crackers. If 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 you guys know what that's from, what is that treat? S'mores. S'mores or less? Yes, s'mores. 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 Oh, sorry. S'mores. You want some s'mores? Yes. No s'mores or less. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that was the dad joke. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a groaner for sure. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dad. And, th- and then and then sometimes they'll run general sales, right? I mean, yeah. those are worth watching, right? Um, Ashton, did you clip coupons much in college? Um, not a whole lot. Like, cause it took me a while to figure out how to start shopping. But even then, like my main go-to with cheaper was finding the list of items, like a whole bunch of cheeses and then just figuring out which one costs less per ounce. So you'd look at the, the everything in that aisle and then just choose the cheapest one. Yeah. Some people won't shop like that. But right? I, yeah, but I wouldn't go out of my way to like Google coupons, partly because I just don't. I didn't have the patience to gotcha. do that. Hmm. I, didn't, I barely had the patience to look for recipes. <laughs> right. No, that's, that's fair. I found one. <laughs> hey, you're right. <laughs> but but so going on coupons though, did did you ever use like the shoppers card, the Smiths card, the you know? And I say yes. Smiths is a local chain here. It's Kroger national brand. Some of you guys are gonna say this guy's a geek, and I kind of am. But but anyways, the Kroger discount card. Well, I mean, so. I, I used one, I think I did end up getting one because it was the Smiths closest to campus. And so I ended up getting one. And I don't ever remember it ever giving me benefits. I'm sure it kind of really? did on the side without me noticing. Well, no. But again, because I wasn't really paying attention. Like, gotcha. Okay. The only time I've really noticed one of those cards work for me was at a 7-Eleven because I did it and um, the guy was, um, well, I was about, I was going to buy my stuff. It was like a quick college snack. He goes, do you want a 7-Eleven card? And I said, not really. I don't want to have to sign up. He's like, just put in your phone number. And he's like, but I don't want it. He's like, just do it. So I put it in. He submitted it. And he's like, see, $2 off. <laughs> he's he's oh, wow. like, $2 off. You're welcome. So I was like, that's that's my biggest experience I've had with cards like that. Right. But but they do add value. Here's, here's why it adds value to both parties. Yeah. Smiths, because you put in your phone number, can start figuring out your demographic. You know, you uh, target... Any of these companies that want that, they want to know what are you buying off that phone number. They do some huge, deep data digging. Was it you and I, Gene, that were listening to the the Habit book and, and how they can actually target people based off of demographics and what their buy habits are? I don't think it was me, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, so what they... Yeah, so go ahead. When it comes to the um, the the phone numbers... So do they then change their marketing schemes to kind of fit how those phone numbers are moving around? Is yeah. that kind of the idea behind that? Or? Yeah, so so what the principle, is, the premise is, right, is that they get to figure out how is your shopping patterns, what are they, what do you use coupons? They're going to know that Ashton's not a coupon user by, by him typing in his number. So they're not going to really send Ashton coupons. Right. But they're going to notice that Michelle at 801, you know, home phone number, yeah. uses coupons, so they're going to use that. Not only that, they're going to target you with different types of coupons. Target got themselves in trouble a few years back when they are data digging and mining using these phone numbers because they could actually predict when somebody was going to have a baby. And that's the best time they can convert Hold over. Hold up, what? Yeah, so so what they did is they watched... <laughs> the stuff we buy. 
Yeah, told, totally by the stuff they buy. So like, oh, they're buying diapers. So. No, 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 no. That'd be too late. Okay. No. So what do you think they're looking for when a, when they find out if somebody's pregnant? Pregnancy tests. Pregnancy test is one. Not a great indicator, but it started them digging a little bit deeper. You guys haven't been married. You haven't had kids. Nope. So how would you? <laughs> nope. So so women go get prenatal vitamins, is one indicator. They go to they buy different sizes of clothes. You know, normally not big baggy clothes. They buy different clothes. They also, if you're looking online, you might scroll through strollers. There's all these little gotcha. indicators, and I can't remember exactly what led them to do this, but but they send out a marketing thing to somebody that was a 16 year old girl to her house and her dad and it labeled to her because it was her card. Yeah. yeah. The dad comes into to Target and goes, how can, why are you sending my daughter stuff about babies and diapers and formula? You should be ashamed of yourself. Are you trying to get, you know, indicate that that young kids should be having children? And the manager of course doesn't know what's going on because this like, is all corporate. Yeah. yeah they're he, they're going, part of it. what is this? What are they doing? Right. Well, come to find out they're doing all of this to attract the customer because if they can convert somebody over when they're buying for baby clothes or baby stuff, you know, you're tired, you're cranky. Your wife goes, go get some diapers. Well, you know that you got a, t- a coupon for Target. You go in there and buy diapers. You're also going to buy your milk, your cheese, your eggs because right. you just don't want to be there. So you go mm-hmm. buy all this stuff and then they convert you and then you're a customer for life because you get comfortable with the store. So Target got, so, so, couple weeks later the dad comes back to that target manager and say hey we apology my daughter was pregnant and oh my goodness yeah so 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 if you don't want them to have your number and and you're worried about your privacy right you then you use what 867 yeah it's almost everywhere if you type in the area code your local area code 801 for utah and then type in 567 309-867-5309. Right? Mm-hmm. Jenny, Jenny, don't you lose my number. I mean, it's everywhere. And so people kind of get around it. Now, some places have shut that number down and, and, right. and they watch for it. But Or you make up a number. I use a, a, my cell phone number and one digit off at the end because I don't want them contacting me necessarily. That's interesting. But I don't care if they know my buying habits. I want the coupons. I want the deals. You know, so I don't get as worried about it. But but if you are, so essentially, it's not really doing anything for them in store at the time. It's a long term investment for your buying habits. You got it, and they know, and they know what to stock, right? Mm-hmm. They'll they found out over time that mom and I don't care about any brands. We'll buy any kind of salad dressing. Hidden Valley Ranch. It doesn't matter if it's ranch, if it's Bob's Ranch, if it's. Julie's ranch. ranch. Yeah, we don't care. We just want ranch Old dressing. McDonald's ranch. To feed a family. <laughs> ranch for mac and cheese. Nah. Hold on. Oh. We're, not, we're not telling that story. I think we are. I think it's time. Oh why goodness. Why can't okay. we? T- all now, right. All this this all plays right. into our next, where we kind of want it to go. So, okay. Ashton, share another fail. Thanks, Gideon. Um, You're so, welcome. as we already know, I suck at shopping. Okay, so... This time I learned, I was like, okay, I need to buy more than one meal. So I got myself rice and beans. I was like, those will last a long time. I'll get myself some mac and cheese because I like mac and cheese and that's super quick and easy. I can make it in between classes or something if I have to, ham and cheese, all that sort of stuff. And so I had my mac and cheese. And I was Come like, on, man. I lived off mac and cheese and ramen noodles. I mean, they're not unusual. You've got to. It's Gideon, nice. Gideon lived off of ramen noodles only because what? Every morning for breakfast, you ate... Ramen noodles. I did, Why? But 
I, I don't know. It was, it was fast and easy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because mom makes you make your own meals because we realized we failed with Ashton. I mean, go ahead, Ashton. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I swear I'm not that bad at cooking. I just messed up a couple times. Let, let, I, okay, let me mention also that meal that I had only one of was delicious, and you all should be jealous. This one, however, was not good <laughs> and an extension of my shopping failures. So I got my mac and cheese. And as I went to make it, so I had boiled the noodles and everything, had finished, strained it. You know, we all make mac and cheese. I threw the butter in, and I threw the um, cheese powder stuff in, you know, the super fake cheese. Yep. And then I went, okay, down to throw in my milk, went to my little mini fridge, no milk. But what? Okay, go ahead. Right? And the reason why that's a shopping fail is because when you buy mac and cheese, you need to buy milk. Right? To kind of give it a little bit more of that creamy texture. So in my mind, I'm thinking creamy texture. I'm missing my creamy texture because I got my butter, but I don't got my milk. How am I going to substitute milk? Now later, everyone's like, oh, no, this is so easy. It's so obvious. Just use water. It's the same thing. Water and milk are not the same, okay? They don't even look the same. And so my mind went to creamy and white, all right? Therefore, I used ranch. But normal ranch would be gross because it's normal ranch. So I was like, hey, I'm making mac and cheese. I'm going to use blue cheese ranch. I didn't didn't know that part of the story. You mean blue cheese salad dressing because I don't think they make a blue cheese ranch. Sure. (laughs) It's the same thing. No, it's not. (laughs) It's just blue cheese, all right? (laughs) I didn't know you used gross. Okay. (laughs) I like blue cheese, all right? I like I like blue. But I you said call, this before. No, you called the blue. You called it ranch. Ranch <laughs> is ranch. Blue cheese is blue cheese. It wasn't blue cheese. It was blue cheese salad dressing. Because ranch is uh, salad dressing. Okay. So, anyways, long story short, how it did it taste? Was nasty. it the best thing it ever? It was so bad. Like I because not, you used a half a cup of it, right? It's not like you diluted it. Whatever, whatever the requirement of milk, you did one for one. I don't know if I. I think I just because I don't measure my milk either. I just kind of eyeball it. Gotcha. So I think I kind of did that with the ranch as well. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It was so gross. I think I didn't eat mac and cheese for until yesterday. (laughs) That's okay. Your mom tried to put tuna fish in mac and cheese, and that's nasty. It's not bad. I'm going to tell you, it's not nearly as bad as blue cheese. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Blue cheese is I'm going to have to take your word on that. (laughs) I just will trust you. That and hot dogs. Now... No, wait a second. If you had blue cheese crumbles on top of mac and cheese, normal mac and cheese, would that not? That sounds good to me. Mm, no, because <laughs> you're traumatized. Yeah. All right. PTSD so, is strong here. So where would? Oh, I know where this was going. <laughs> I'm going to, to shopping. I'm trying to find a segue to get onto. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna help you into that segue. <laughs> but before we do that, um, one other thing that I wanted to mention, just a fun statistic, because I'm into statistics, and I'm gonna throw two out here. First one is... That uh, 75% of statistics are made up on the spot? Yes. This is... We're in the 15%. Okay. That'd be 25 just so... <laughs> math. Just so you guys know, Ashton's a drum major up at the University of Utah. Percussion. Percussion. Sorry. That's that's why it took us so long to set up the microphones today. That is the, in the no patience category. Okay. Go, go to the 25. Um, Enlighten us. So... Research has found that 90% of snap judgments made in store is based off of color. So, like, if you're making... <laughs> yeah, because you think a white is ranch. <laughs> Sorry. It's ahead. not just for me. It's for everyone. This wasn't the statistic I did for myself. 
But the other statistic I found moving on, because what, what, what we're trying to establish here, so we've established kind of what stores are doing to kind of direct our attention, kind of help us what to buy. And like um, Dad mentioned, we can use those to our advantage, but at the same time, like we got to know what kind of, what things they're using to make us buy more than we need to. So something else that I found is the the saying that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? We've heard that for a long time, and when you're meal planning, that makes up one one of your meals third. every day. One third. <laughs> one third of your meals a day. Well, I was trying to do math for seven days. Uh, oh, there you go. One third for the week. <laughs> that would be the easy way. Okay, all right. You win. Anyways, go ahead, Ashton. <laughs> you're the genius when it comes to marketing. You should know. Um, just so everybody knows I'm a supply chain guy, not a marketing guy. But go ahead, Ashton. Enlighten us. <laughs> but anyway, so I read this thing, um, and this is a quote from Huffington Post. But it says, in many ways, quoted by Lena F. Cooper, it says, in many ways, the breakfast is the most important meal of the day because it is the meal that gets the day started. Um, and then the issue, that's in an issue of 1917 issue of good health, the self-proclaimed oldest health magazine in the world edited by none other than Dr. John Harvey. And you recognize this name Kellogg. Oh, nice. So this magazine was edited and written by Kellogg's cereal in effect. So they did their research studies and found that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Right. And so they set up that used air quotes just so you guys know. (laughs) But so, what this study proved is that you want it to be somewhere between, I don't think I have it written down, but it's like 500, 600 calories, something like that. But you want it to be light. So to me, that sounds like a bowl of Kellogg's flakes because it's not super sugary. I mean, it probably wasn't as much as it is now. No, I mean, because it was brand cereal, what it was back then, and right. shredded wheat, and not the frosted shredded wheat we have now because it was easy to produce in mass. Mm-hmm. They just ground up wheat and, and mashed it together and they cut it up. So it's super easy to produce. And then since they had mass of it, they're trying to get rid of it. And so... Well, they bought it cheap and mark it up. I mean, it's, it's, it's business 101. Right. And then convincing us that we need it in order to function for the remainder of the day, much like I feel like things like coffee and... Um, energy you know, drinks. Energy drinks have been sure. branded to us. And so um, that little quote comes from him. Whereas now we've proved that even things like intermittent fasting, where you basically skip breakfast and then just eat between 12 and 8, are and healthier for you and people function at just a higher level. So something like that is other things to look out for when it comes to your basic go-to quotes about what to buy and what to get. And the reason why that segues us is because um, shopping for one, you need a good solid shopping list. And so what you need is a good meal plan. Couldn't agree with you more, Ashton. And I think, uh, didn't Gideon, weren't you working on something like that with mom? I have, I'm not, I don't really have a set list because it varies from person on like what they like, but I have a basic plan. So, um, actually what Ashton told me was to find meals for five days. So you would have 15 different meals like breakfast, lunch, and dinner each day. And then you would get recipes for them and buy what you need. And then, um, so you make those each day, then from the other two days, so like either Saturday or Sunday, like whenever you didn't have the same meals, you should have, um, leftovers. So you should be able to have 
meals every day that vary that's not just one whatever you made chicken thing right so you would have meals for every day so I'm that's that's an int- it's interesting because you are cooking for one right this is yeah. that was the premise is that you're cooking for one as one individual mm-hmm. gene what are your thoughts on that when you hear gideon talk about that well in my mind I'll just buy a bunch of mac and cheese and top ramen, not going to lie, just because they're fast, easy, and you have this, just like those three ingredients, you just need to buy some but butter. We're well, also well, trying well, to I, stay healthy. Well, but, okay, okay. so, so, so <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can appreciate where Gene's going with that, right? I really can, yeah. because I survived off of spaghetti noodles, you know, and I liked spaghetti, so it was okay. I cooked up spaghetti noodles. Mom, the first time she came over to my apartment, saw me boil up spaghetti noodles, and then instead of warming up the sauce, I just pour some on there and stir it up because I figured that heated it up, and I'm just fine. She thought, you are nuts. You heated up what? I, I just cooked the noodles. Oh, and then put the sauce, just like put just the cold sauce, sauce on top of yeah, it. Yeah, and then just mixed it in real fast, and Gosh, then I'm good to sense. go. So I like where you're going, Gene. I, I think there's some practicality, and there's nothing wrong with that. The suggestion would be, Gideon was healthy, right? Yeah. So ramen noodle every day that we let you eat when you were young. Why did I let you? Why did I not fight you over that for breakfast? Truth be told, I have no. I have no clue. What do you eat now for breakfast? Mostly cereal. Yeah, mostly cereal. Because mom has you guys making your own breakfast. I don't see the difference in them, right? So when you're talking That's about right. nutrients, yeah. if Gene wants to eat like that for two, three, four years while he's going through college, it's probably not a problem. What you need to add into that, though, is what Ashton was talking about a second ago. Where's your calorie count? So you're not get eating too many calories, not too many carbs, and so on and so forth. But you might want to look at, hey, can I add a smoothie to that for breakfast? You know, so I can do my fruits, my vegetables, and then add that to my mac and cheese and ramen noodles. And then I'd suggest a vitamin. But, but you're going to figure that out. So I like where Gideon's going to say, look, if I want to do a little bit more gourmet... And I'm going to make me five meals, right, for the week. Um, another thing I've seen work, and a good friend of mine, and we're going to have him come in as guest, a special guest, is Jake, right? Mm-hmm. Not from State Farm, but but he's going to be our Damn. dating specialist. But when Jake comes, you know, we're going to talk about that. But what Jake did, he'd, he'd say, I'm going to have chicken as my main protein for the week. And so he'd cook up five pieces of chicken. And then he'd do it different ways. He'd make a salad one day. So he's still buying two or three chicken breasts, grilling them up, cooking them up on Sunday night so he didn't have to think about it every night. Right. Because, Ashton, you, you ate out some, quite a bit up at college, too, at times, didn't you? Yeah, and and part of that was social, but also part of it is because I didn't plan as much for the meals. And so I just buy something and then make sure I have extra, bring it home, and use it for later. Right. And and, and there's not a problem with either one of those. But, but just some ideas, right, on eating habits, eating styles. Something I was going to add to the meal plan as well, because I feel like a lot of times we go, okay, now I have to plan. Say you don't want to skip breakfast because a lot of people don't because it's just it's nice to have. Well, I, I, yes, I've done intermittent fasting and I've eaten breakfast. Me eating two or three eggs in the morning for breakfast, I'm better to do that and skipping lunch right. than I am skipping that meal. Because I just, for me, it's energy driven. But but right. go ahead. Well, yeah, and so what I was kind of getting at is like, when it comes to those meals, I don't know if we necessarily need to plan them all out, 
Because if we're planning them all out, we kind of tend to get ourselves confused. So we have seven meals in a week. All of a sudden, you're trying to plan 21 meals at one time. I did that math in my head. All by yourself. Did you guys do that? <laughs> Good job, Ashton. Hey, Gene, if you reverse engineer that, what is that? Three times seven. <laughs> Very well done. Go hey. ahead. Okay. I tried. Quick math. Hey, we all have different <laughs> skill sets. Gene, Gene's our math guy. Ashton's our percussionist. Guys, Thanks, Dad. And Gideon's the looks. I don't know. Yeah, and, and, I, and I contributed to all. Never mind. Keep going. Three. I think. Um, Anyways. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, anyway, um, getting this back on track. Oh, yeah. So when it comes to those planning, we don't. We. Trying to plan 21 meals a day once a week is going to get really mind boggling. And Good I point. feel like that's part of where I got caught up. But something that I learned when I was trying to research this so we could try and explain this clearly was that you don't really need to plan. So if you're going to eat breakfast and you're a cereal type of person, what you plan there is a box of cereal. Like what box are you going to use for one, two weeks? And then if you're like, you're a lunch sort of guy and you're always a lunch on the go, like maybe that's not a meal plan, but that's more of, I'm going to buy some yogurts or some salad kits. Your your grandpa Ballard could eat a, uh, you know, mom's dad could eat a, a peanut butter, and and uh, pickled sandwich for lunch for thirty years. That's sardine, just actually was it sardine? That yeah. was just so gross. Whatever it was, Grandpa, <laughs> it you'll have to gross. getting with scarred. He remembers, but, but <laughs> yeah. So so it it just depends on your personality. To your point, right. Ashton, if you need the variety in breakfast cereals, it's okay to spend a little bit more per ounce and buy a, a variety pack of the small cereals. Well, and I think what I'm saying as well is like when you're doing your week by week basis, because you're probably going to change cereals out every two, three weeks oh, if good that's point. if that's consistent. Fair. Um, but because really, when it comes to meal planning, I feel like the biggest thing that you need to plan is your dinner, because that's the one that we're all kind of shopping the most for. Well, it's it's a condition too, though, right? right. I mean, we've been conditioned that dinner is is the we're a traditional family. We have a mom and dad both stay at home. Or, I don't stay at home. I stay at home now, but that's a COVID issue. Um, but but we would try to have family dinners, right? That's what started this whole conversation in the first place was over yeah. a family dinner, night right? Family and so you're right, Ashton. We have we put this emphasis on dinner. So let's not assume everybody does, but you're going to have that one meal that means something to you. And you're going to want to make it nice. Correct. And so I think what we'd want to do is try and plan those ones out. So it makes me... I'm with you. I now follow. Right. So it makes me curious, Gideon. I, I, I explained to you the meals concept, and I just want to know what the rock star of yourself has to plan for meals. Like, what's what's your, like, these are the meals I want to have. Huh. Let's see. If there's no budget. <laughs> uh, I like where this kid goes already, right out of the shoe. If there's no budget, I'm eating out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go. But, um... Egg rolls and wontons. Egg rolls, wontons. Probably my favorite meal. Yeah. It's delicious. Spaghetti. So, so ramen noodles to egg wontons and uh, wontons and what? Egg rolls. Oh, good. So we, we've gone from Chinese breakfast to Chinese dinner. <laughs> well, okay. Anyways, go ahead. So um, spaghetti, you like noodles, carbs. Is that what you're getting at, I guess? Yeah, spaghetti's good as well. Um, I really like salads. Uh I probably have salad a lot. And let's see. I can't really think of anything no, else that's on good. the spot. No, that's good. That's sure. a good. Gene, what about you? Um, So I do probably, hmm, 
I would do mac and cheese a few nights just because that's I like it. Good. Um, I'd probably, probably, I don't know. See, and this this is Ashton's point, right? You get caught in a circle, right. and this this happened to us when we we're planning meals for the family, right? And mom would say, "Hey, everybody, give your suggestions," and everybody goes, "I don't know, uh-huh. mom, you're going to cook just whatever you feed us." Right. So, so your mom would get creative and say, "Here's here's twenty meals that I'm going to cook and rotate them through the month." So she just picked out twenty meals, and then she would duplicate those. And I don't even know that you guys realized that we were eating the same meals every week, just a different night of the week. You right. know what I mean? Or every ten days would would cycle through meals, and and it's because at some point in time, it's just too much. It's just another thing. It's a decision. Right. So, and that's a whole episode for that we we're going to talk about, you know, de- decisions and disciplines, you know, and how they create your habits. But, but staying on shopping, there's nothing wrong with buying five nights worth of mac and cheese. I would just challenge you to put chicken in two of those nights. Find a vegetable you like and put in on a couple of those nights. You know, there, there there's stir fry for your wontons and egg rolls. Yeah. And, and, and then going to the budget factor is that's when you shop smart. And mm-hmm. this is this is one thing I want to make sure we cover tonight. Gene, store layouts. Have you ever thought about store layouts? Have, have we covered that as a group? Ooh, wait. So I was talking to Mom about a basic shopping list when I figured out there's not really one, which is where I got, like, my notes. Yeah. Um, but when I was talking to her, she said that when you want to stay healthier – you stay more on the outside of the store, so not really in the aisles. Um, every store is different, but, like, for us, most of the ones that we have by our house, it's, like, the produce and the bakery are all on the outside of the store. What else is in the outside of the store, Gene? What are other things that the outside... When we say outside, we're not saying, hey, it's a brick building. Literally outside the yeah, building, yeah. You're, like, you know, some... Some outer aisles. People's. Outer, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're saying inside the store before you go into the back room, but you know, in the in the outer perimeter, the stuff that you need to go get. What what else is out there? You mentioned bakery and fresh fruits. What else is over there? Dairy is usually on the outside as well. Yeah, if you think about milk, where do you need to walk to normally for milk? A back corner. What else is on the edges? A lot of times, I always know where to go get the ice cream. Our local <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, that's that a place we all know. Yeah, but that happens to be on an outer circle, which is kind of interesting because you think of the Walmart down by us. Where's the ice cream? It's in a middle aisle. It's Smiths. It's in a middle aisle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose is what? You have to walk through it to get to the stuff you need. That's right. What's what? What are some of those items that you think, man? I didn't plan on picking that up, but I went home with it. Is there anything? Chips. Chips is candy. always a big one. Snickers, Twigs. <laughs> that all counts as candy, Gene. Arizona. I mean, Ashton. <laughs> gum, mints. I mean, you can go into any store and you're going to find gum, mints, candy. Mm-hmm. And, and what's funny to me is Walmart sells a pack of gum up front, like 92 cents. And you can go in the back and buy a seven pack of that same gum, but in a bulk pack, for like three bucks. Right. You know, and yeah. so, so if you were thinking, I want gum... And you went back and bought the bulk pack because that's really, but if you can only afford the one pack or you're in a hurry, it's a convenience thing, right? That's why they're, that's why it's you, there. Yeah. Do you know what it's called? Impulse items. Good job, Gene. Impulse items. It's an impulse buy. It's just, I, I was standing there. I was looking. I didn't know that I needed the latest tablet on Brad Pitt and 
whoever it is, Jennifer Aniston, I guess, you know, but know. you know, well, that, those are old people. It's not like it's, uh, mm, uh, I don't know. JLo. No, JLo's not still old. old. <laughs> still, Justin Bieber. Still old there. I, I don't know. Anyways, we don't need to know about them. And if we do, we have phones now, you know, but, but anyways, we, we all have a, a way of spending our money. It makes us happy. So if you want an impulse item, pick up an impulse item, but think about it. Just realize they're purposely marketing to you by color, mm-hmm. by style, by texture, by size. Because there's nothing wrong with buying something that you want, even if it's gimmicky. But the biggest thing for this is, as we're talking through it, is as a group, is how do I buy the most food I can? Because, unfortunately, in college, was money an issue, Ashton? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's totally. It's, 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 still it's, is. <laughs> and and it still is right yeah. as the dad says it still is right. you know because because if money were no object it'd be a whole different question we wouldn't need to worry about what do you pick up for shopping it wouldn't be called adulting <laughs> there's some truth to that that's right and some adults don't know how to adult in all fairness you know i can walk around and find other adults that truly aren't adulting because they're making decisions based on other people's influence and I feel like part of that is because it's not talked about, you know, like, because everyone knows you need to make a shopping list and you know that you don't go shopping when you're hungry because you'll like, accidentally buy more. But no one really talks about like, okay, I need to make a shopping list, but how do I generate said shopping list? You know, all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And where do I start? I mean, because you think about a first shopping list, you got to realize it's like getting into your first apartment. There's a first and last month rent. Your first shopping list, to your point, Ashton, if you don't have salt, pepper, you know, basic essentials, a little bit of oil, a little bit. The first shopping list, you're going to spend 150 bucks before you know it. You're going to come home and go frustrated and go, I can't go back. Not realizing that your next shopping list should only be half of that. Or, or, or or maybe it's still close because you're still adding a little bit of pantry items. Every time the stuff that you like, the oregano's, the, the Chinese spices that mom has, you know, the, the quick packs of this and that. And, so you got to realize that it's a process. The condiments, you know, the whole thing of ketchup. Yeah, right. Well, and I and, and I kind of want to move us along because we we talked about we talked about our shopping list and we've talked about impulse buys, and then we've also talked about meal planning and something else that I learned through experience of shopping, but also through you know studying and trying to figure out the best way to shop for one or two or your needs shopping right. in general. There you go. Is that we all have a pattern that we kind of get into and we have food that we like and that's not necessarily a bad thing. And um, so, for example, um, say you like having a friend and I, we liked eating um, like little pork steak roasts. And how we would make those is we'd buy every time we went shopping or every other time we went shopping because of how long it lasted, we'd buy a pork roast and then when we brought it home, we cut it into slices, like portions, bag them all individually, throw them in the freezer. And then at that point, we could just pull them out, whatever, and, and roast or fry them on the pan. And that creates in and of itself a meal. So like when you have meals, there's always going to be items that are also going to transfer that you don't think of. So say getting in your meal plan, you're like, I want spaghetti, right? And for that, you're going to need ground beef. But you make it. And you're not going to use a whole package of ground beef, per se, and you have half a packet left. And you're like, well, you know what? Tomorrow, I guess what I'll do is I'll make hamburgers. We'll put Gene on the spot. What do you make with ground beef? Um, you could put, mix it into any number of items. 
Like you could put it See. into your mac and cheese, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Gene and his mac and cheese. You know what? I think that would be not. That's probably not bad. It's better than tuna. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Someone try it. Tell us. How it comes. I'm not gonna Gene, do it. Uh, we're like, Gene, Gene. Uh, so, so real quick, Ashton. Yeah, I, I want to hear the finish of that story because I like what you're going where you're going with freezing leftovers, mm-hmm. but. We are having Gideon do some vlog, and there's going to be some other fun stuff to follow up on. Gideon, Gene, we're all going to work on some vlogging stuff and some fun stuff that we'd like yeah. you to tune in for as well. Resulting decrypted on YouTube. Ooh, but go ahead, Ashton. Um, and so, like, in another example, say one night you just want a basic chicken, you know, and you want to eat it like a little piece of chicken, and you buy in a pack of two, well, you only need the one the next day after you've cooked it, shred it, you can put it in a salad, you can put it in a sandwich. So you're going to have stuff like that. So when you're meal planning, it's cool because you'll find your recipes, you'll find the meals you like, and then you'll also find things that cross over. Things like, well, both these meals use chicken, now I'll just buy a bit larger package because it could be a better deal, and I'll just use it for both of those. Cook them at the same time, freeze it, or, you know... Whatever. Yeah, that's a great call out. The cross combination. Yep. I, I like it. And once again, once as long as you're making the decision, it doesn't matter that you're buying more than you need that night or that week even. Because if you freeze it, you know, stuff can last for a while in the freezer. Good call out. I liked it. So I think that's essentially what shopping comes down to is, is knowing what the stores are putting out there to try and get you to buy more, but also probably helping you like the phone numbers. Like we learned today that, you know, those sorts of things can guide you to better. Yeah. Discounts, deals. And, 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 and so, so I guess the, the real three big takeaways for me is that, that you know what you want to eat, right? I didn't even think about that till Gene brought up and said, God, I just do Mac and cheese. (laughs) And and, And my brain's going, dang it, kid, I didn't teach you anything. You're 16 and you want to eat Mac and cheese. But then I realized it doesn't matter. If that's what you're going to eat. What? I said it's not a phase, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, prove it. Um, (laughs) And and time will tell, right? Because if you eat mac and cheese every day, it's going to be a different issue. Um, But but, but, So that's the first one, right? Know what you like, right? If mom makes broccoli and you don't like broccoli, don't buy broccoli. Don't buy a gallon of milk because that's what I did. That was stupid. I don't drink milk. I still don't drink milk. Have your budget. Know what you can spend, what you can afford to spend, and as a strategy even to use it. Right. You know, the, you you might not know what it costs to shop the first time you go shopping, right? But realize that you need to discount some of that because you're going, look, I got to buy some sugar and some bread. It's uh, not bread. Bread bread doesn't. Bread can be frozen, ironically enough. But but know your budget. Know and, what you want to stay in. And before you get caught up on the budgets as well, we'll we'll talk about those oh, we're later do as well. Huge detailed on budgets because I think. Dad, Dad's a budget geek. Um, anyways, so so know what you like. Have how much you're going to want to spend on it. And then have a strategy. You know, just just know what you're getting into. And I hope that that's, that's really what the whole purpose of this was to help the team, the group here, and the, the people who listen to us on, on Podcast whatever, Paradise, yeah. whatever it is, you know, on the Spotify. Apple, yeah, yeah, the, the groups that are out there. But but to know those three things is that as long as you know what you're buying and know how much you're going to spend on it and know what you like to eat, it doesn't matter, right? It, it doesn't matter that marketing works. It doesn't matter that, you know, Kellogg's, that we like sugary cereals as long as you're healthy with it. And, you know, that's a whole different topic. But but anyways, that's that's the big takeaway for me from the whole conversation. Right. And those are the kind of things that I wish as a dad I would have covered at dinner. 
Guys, am I missing anything that you wish you would have learned or something else that you have a question on shopping? Or something that you have learned? Because I know I've learned a lot just sitting here at the table and talking about it. What was your aha moment, Gene? Was there anything? Um, Actually, like, thinking about different meals besides, like... Mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, besides just mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, ramen. That's all I eat. <laughs> So so just that there's a variety of meals that you could make. Mm. Well, even making you think of putting hamburger in your mac and cheese, which I'm not recommending. I, I'm just not. But anyways, you could. Yeah. To your point. Gideon, what was your aha? Um, I thought it was kind of cool how you said that you might want to not use your, um, oh my goodness, you don't, you probably not. Oh my goodness, I can't well, talk. No, you're you fine. Can, I believe in you. I believe okay. in you. What we did is we all pointed Gideon closer to the mic so it messed him up so you could hear yeah. his voice. So, um. Your sexy DJ voice. <laughs> no. Um, go, Gideon. No, I thought go, it was Gideon. Cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I thought it was cool how you said that you might want to use a different phone number. And I kind of thought about that. Because you took her old home phone <laughs> when you got yeah. yours. So, yeah, I just thought that'd be cool. Good. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to our podcast, Adulting Decrypted. Um, just for information, these are going to be coming out weekly for the next little while. Um, for, the, for the next ever. For the next until ever. Until everybody's an adult in the whole yep. world. Until we've all figured out this, this thing we call adulting. So thank you for joining along. If you have any suggestions, um, let us know. Uh, Comment on our Facebook, Instagram page, Twitter page, our YouTube page. We've got that there. This episode is posted as a video there, probably with some with some um, pictures and shopping, stuff to make it actually. easier. Yeah, Gideon's going to have his vlog on there of him going shopping after we've talked about this tips. Yep. He's going to take it, fill it out. So go follow us there. Watch it there. Um, and we're excited to adult together. And then I, yep, let's let's go for it, guys. Let's Let's go adult this week and have fun. Send us anything you think is cool that you just adulted. Yeah, we like to hear about adulting experiences. Let us know if our shopping tips helped you, if my embarrassing stories made you laugh, because I totally got more where that came from. (laughs) And um, we will see you next week. On well, they might see us. Okay, but we'll talk at you next week. Welcome, dedicated podcast listener, to the end of our very first Adulting Decrypted episode. We hope you enjoyed it and learned from it just as much as we did. As a special gift for making it to the end of our very first episode, Gene and Gideon prepared a little song to help you get into the shopping mood. Don't forget, we'll see you next week. Happy Adulting! Went shopping for the very first time. I'm adulting. Oh, yeah. Buying those eggs, milk, and salt.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on a topic, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting dash decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adults. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon.